podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast, where we talk all things Dream Team, helping you to win your mini leagues. Before we start, hit that like button, hit that subscribe and notch the bell, make sure you get notified every time a new podcast lands. If you do want more content or just to show your support for the Dream Team Tonic lads, head over to patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic, the link is in the description below. We offer access to an amazing Discord, exclusive articles, fixture easies, live question and answers and much more all to help you improve you as a dream team manager. Without further ado, I hand you over to me, Tony, for today's podcast. Enjoy, and thanks for your support. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dream Team Tonic po- Podcast, episode 106. It is the evening after, the evening after the evening before, and I'm still feeling ropey, so do forgive me. Uh, with me, as usual, is James. You there, mate? I'm here, Tony. Yep, it's all your fault. Ben, are you there, mate? He's muted his mic. Oh! <laughs> wakey, wakey. How are you there? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good. Just, just there. Just got here. Yeah, Feeling just a little bit better now. Excellent, excellent. And with us, special guest, uh, good old patron of ours, so we've been excited to have on the show, is Baz Bestos. Baz, are you there, mate? Hello. Great to have you on, mate. Thank you. Um, yeah, so apologies if we're all three of us a little bit raw, but you might have to carry us through this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind me being a podcast virgin, you'll be all right. I'll do my I'll do my best. <laughs> Cheers, pal. Um, right, well, we'll uh, get to know you a bit, Baz. Obviously, we've been a newbie on the show. Um, how long have you been playing fancy football for, mate? Yeah, so um, I started playing about ten years ago. I'm a I'm a I was an FPL guy, um, and then I started playing Sky about five years ago, um, and then I took up Dream Team this year. Um, a, a guy started at my work, um, and he he's a Dream Team player. And because I've got a bit of a history with other fantasy sports, I thought I would be just, I'll, yeah, I'll join your league, I'll take the money. Um, it's not quite, <laughs> worked, not quite worked out like that, but I'm top of the mini league at the minute, so um, it's going well. Happy days, mate, happy days. Um, do you have any highlights of or memorable moments from playing Dream Team so far? Well, um, so I'll... A bit of my history on fantasy, I, I, as I say, I'm an FPL guy. I, I, two top 10k finishes in the last three years. Um, Sky, I've had a few uh, three-figure finishes. Um, so I thought I would just walk into Dream Team and be able to um, blow the competition away. It's not quite worked out like that. I was ranked 200k at um, World Cup. So, um, However, I did play the World Cup one and uh, I finished 190th in that. I was actually second in the live... Um, and the live scoring at one point, but 
Brazil decided to completely shit the bed against Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was looking at the teams around me, they all, they all had England and France players. So, um, unfortunately, France beat England. Um, that was yeah. a that was a bit of a bummer. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for coming on St George's Day today. <laughs> yeah. As you can tell, it's uh, Bazzy Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> but um, my, my only real chance I thought of winning because I had so many Brazil players was to go all in on Portugal, uh, which I did, and then they decided to lose one 0 to um, Morocco. I think it was. So yeah. But um, yeah. So. Um, I've improved on Dream Team, certainly. I'm, I'm up to 11k now, which obviously isn't a great rank when I'm sitting with guys that are in the top 100, etc. But um, for 200k at, um, at World Cup, that's that's not bad going. So I'm excited for next season. Um, I yeah. think I'll have a better go at it next year. That's still a good rank, mate. Good rank for your first season so far. Yeah. Still plenty of games left as well. Yeah. I think you can get top 1k. Really? Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome, welcome, Baz. Um, the funniest man on our on our Discord, I think, um, and um, also partially responsible for us bringing in the swear filter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you say Dream Team is different from? the other games you've played and have you learned anything what have you learned in your first season yeah so um i think the different the biggest difference that i've found is um sort of looking at block defenses um i was i was really slow to cotton on to that also in the early part of the season when you're looking for like sort of some bargains that are maybe going to get some time off the bench like simicas or or Cessignon, i was slow to react to that sort of thing as well so I was looking at my initial game week one team and I, I, I've picked it more like I would pick a, a an FPL or a Sky team. I just went like Cancelo, Trent, Robertson and um, they're probably not bad picks, but it, it became quite apparent quite early doors that that was not the way to go. And I was slow to react to that. I just thought they'll come good. They always come good. They didn't come good. And I, I didn't really start to improve until I went, I got in the Newcastle block quite quickly. And when they when they were doing quite well at sort of Christmas time, and I was that's where I started to make big improvements. So um, I, I probably wouldn't have if I, if I hadn't been part of the patron and like with, uh, had the help of you three and and some of the other guys that are in there, I, I wouldn't have improved on my own. I don't think because I would have still kept going like ah, Cancelo come good, etc. So yeah, that that leads us nicely into this next question, Baz. Uh, this is your this is your chance to really sell us. <laughs> um, you've been with us uh, as a patron since August 22. Yeah. Um, and how has joining us and being in that Discord particularly helped? Obviously, you yeah. touched on there about the block defences and, and, and the players. How, how has it helped? Any specifics you could, you could throw out? Yeah. Um, so, as, as I say, like the, the guys that are in it are like... like like obviously you three know what you're doing, but like our man's in the top hundred. I think Flowerpot man's in the top hundred as well. So there's guys in the in the group that that know what they're doing. So my advice would be if you want to sort of learn how to play the game, if you're new to it, or um, you want to improve your rank, then you know it's a small fee a month to to get the best advice going. So that's yeah. Appreciate that, mate. Nice words. Um, 
like I say, it's 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 been great to have you in the the, the page of the Discord as well because you are a funny guy. Uh, we do uh, look forward to hearing some of your stuff on the Discord. It is it is worth it. Um, right, let's go and have a look at our teams and how they've done this week. Then um, first up to mine, my podcast team. Uh, not not the best of weeks, not the worst. Um, Fifty nine points for this week. Um, Edison did not play. Diaz did not play. Walker got clean sheet, eight points. Shaw got clean sheet, seven points. Uh, picked up a yellow card, played centre half. Um, De Bruyne did not play. Fernandez three points. Grealish five points. Mares finally woken up. Finally got a game. Uh, finally did a little bit. It's one of them. Do you reckon anyone took him out this week before for a price rise or? Because he's been burnt, wasn't he? I'd like to see the ins and outs of this week, see how many oh, people did Mahrez. Because yeah. obviously, it, it, without, what he did one of them things, again, that he does every single year, frustrates you, doesn't play, or does play, doesn't do much. He gets you to that point where you're like, get out, Mahrez, you, you're a waste of time. And then he hits back with a hat-trick. So I'm, I'm sure he would have caught a few people out. Uh, thankfully, I have no transfers, so it weren't even a choice. Um, <laughs> Alvarez up top, zero points. Haaland, zero points. And Kane, eight points. I don't know how he quite mustered uh, seven rating, but there you are. That's Harry Kane and Dream Team. Um, this podcast team now is up to 4,206, which is up 1,400 places from last week. Um, my highest team is up to 37th, up five places. Not much movement going on up there. And a lot of teams very samey. Um not catching up much, not dropping too much. Um, yeah, that's my team. Over to James's team. Uh, bit of a car crash, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I've done all right this week, really, considering. Um, mm. I, was, I, I, I had a bereavement um, a week or so ago, and I, I didn't watch any of the games. And... Um, um, yeah, that was quite difficult for me. So I didn't make any transfers. So that's why I've still got Martinez in there. And then um, I planned to make some transfers this week. However, I was asleep through the entire football calendar because <laughs> it's such a, a heavy leaving do. Um, so I've literally done nothing for two weeks. It's embarrassing. I mean, this, this normally I'll just, I'll, even if I'm dead to the world, I will get up do some transfers and maybe go back to bed or something. I, <laughs> I woke up halfway through the Man City game. Can you believe that? Um, oh. <laughs> so um, it could have been worse because um, I was going to bring in, I think John Stones is probably one of the best options in the Man City defence and he didn't play anyway. So yeah. I still have the opportunity to do um, either Martinez or, or um, Ake to John Stones. Yeah. Um, this, this, you know, this week because they haven't yeah. played, so they're not locked. Yeah. So it's not it's not as bad as it could have been. I I was planning to bring in Grealish as well, or look, certainly thinking about it, and that could have gone worse. I don't think I think he got like five points or something. Yeah. yeah. He didn't haul, did he? So so yeah. I mean, I've I've maybe I probably got away with it a bit. And to be honest, I was not expecting United to keep a clean sheet today. 
Um, so that's no. yeah, five points. I mean, I in a lot of teams, I've got I've still got the Man United block because I've not made changes in those mm. either. Um, it's um, surprising clean sheet today, which is um, yeah, was I was not expecting at all. So uh, so I kind of I've gotten away with it as usual. I've got three. Tra- I've got loads of transfers left, three left. Um, but um, hopefully my head will be back in the game. Um, you know, going forwards. Um, although I am planning to move to Venezuela in the next few weeks, so that's it's a tricky time for me. But um, I'm going to do do what I can to keep my head keep my head in the game. Yeah, so 54 points this week. It's not bad. Um, five from De Gea. Obviously, Martinez out for the season. Nothing. Ake injured. Nothing. Kanji eight. Matoma got booking, didn't he? Minus one. Um, Fernandez. Got himself a rating, three points. Luckily, I've got Mares in there to save my game week. Uh, 28. De Bruyne, nothing so far this game week. Uh, Rashford, three. Haaland, zero. Kane, eight. It's not too bad, considering, I think. <laughs> not bad, that, mate. Not bad. I say you're probably meant to make your transfers next week. Uh, it probably won't be as heavy as this week, I guess. What's up? What go, going out? You mean? Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm not going anywhere until I'm ready to go to Venezuela. Now that's it. I'm done. <laughs> no, more boo, no more booze. <laughs> <laughs> I said that earlier today, and I've just got to crack the stone. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you what, it tastes nice though. It does taste nice. Ben, onto your side, mate. Yep. Um, my podcast team is now four point three k. Um, I've half pretty much half the rank. It was seven point three k last last week, so I've, I've had a massive score this week. Yeah, seventy two points. Uh, looking at the um, overall for the month, it, this team's four hundred and seventy fourth. So it's had a good, good rise. Like um, my best team is up to three hundred and thirteenth now. Um, so um, just on my way back from Darwin. Um, <laughs> Liverpool lineup, and I brought in Trent for uh, injured Ake. Um, so he got four points, got an assist, and he conceded two goals. So, yeah, not too bad. He's got an attacking return. Um, De Gea got five points. He was actually on an eight rating after the full time, which has annoyed me. <laughs> it's yeah. not an eight rating, it's a seven rating with eight points. Um, yeah. But because he couldn't save one penalty, they somehow took all his rating off him, which is annoying. That's um, not supposed to happen, is it? They're not supposed no. to include the penalties, are they? We looked no. into this back along. Yeah. Yeah, but and Rashford's gained the rating because of the uh, he scored his penalty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you say, shouldn't shouldn't have uh, that shouldn't have happened. Um, Akanji got eight. Wambasaka eight. Both got clean sheets. Fernandez. I just say three points. Bowen gone assist five points. Uh, De Bruyne didn't play. Mares twenty eight. Rashford three. Salah eight. Regal and Holland nil point. So I'm out of transfers yeah. now. So this is me until next month. Yeah. Decent there. I was right team three hundred thirteen. Yep. Knocked about a hundred off that so far this yeah. week. Yeah, obviously only halfway through, aren't we? 
Yeah. So I want I want top hundred with my best team, and I want top one k with the with my pod team. Now that's my target. Yeah. Good man. That's just you've just moved your have you moved your phone closer to the speakers? Can you just yeah. yeah just try and move it a little bit away from the speakers, mate. Just because it starts to back feed through. Okay. Is that better? Better that, mate. Yeah. Right. And on to your team, Baz. Okay, I had um, oh. I had uh, De Gea and Dallow for Man United. Um, I was looking at the ratings as well, so De Gea was on for the eight, um, and Dallow was on for the five before the shootout. So a bit, <laughs> a bit frustrating on the De Gea losing the eight. But if you were to ask me at the start of the game, I would have took thirteen points for those to do, rip your hand off yeah. on it. Um, eight, eight for a Kanji. Um, and I used my last chance there this week. I also had uh, Linger Nathan Aki and brought in Alexander Arnold for his four. Um, three for um, Fernandez, five for Green Grealish. Um, De Bruyne didn't play, and luckily, because had I had probably another transfer, I might have moved Mares out this week. So I'm glad to have that 28 points because that was what put me at the top of the mini league because um, my arrival didn't have him. Excellent. Nice. Um, eight for Kane, zero for Haaland, and uh, because of the um, Aki injury, it meant I had to hold on to Havertz, which has just been an absolutely brilliant transfer of that. So <laughs> I've got him to look forward to, uh, his blank to look forward to against Brentford later on in the week. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you bring Havertz in for, do you remember? Uh, it was Rashford when he got injured. At the, at the time, have had like quite a lot of fixtures, so yeah, like an all right transfer, but he's literally done nothing. So and Chelsea was abysmal. So um, the, he'll be the first guy out and with the new transfers, I think. Yeah, don't blame you. Chelsea have been uh, pants, haven't they? Not been doing very well. Right, so that's the teams. Obviously, you, you touched on your rank being eleven k. Um, as Ben just showed with his team, which was 7,000 summit, he's almost half his rank in one week. So yeah. getting up towards that 1k, it's, it's, it's doable. Doable with a good few weeks. So yeah, keep the faith into that top 1k. Right, over to the listener questions. Um, first up, Lee Hooper. How do we stop Patrick blowing his transfers so early each month? And who do you think will return the most points from now until the end of the season? Mares, Grealish, or the returning Fulham? What do you reckon, James? Oh, that is is actually a difficult one. That um, I'm I'm going to go, but I'm going to probably come up with a surprising answer. I'm going to say Grealish because he's going he's going to get he's going to get the most minutes out of those guys. Um, clearly, Mares, as we know after this weekend, is capable of a haul. Um, but Grealish is just tick, ticking along. And he is adding, you know, a bit more attacking output to his to his game. So I, I think it will be close between them. But um, I'm going to go Grealish. Yeah. Ben? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to go Grealish just because of steady points trickling in. But... I do prefer Mares still. <laughs> it's easy to say that now after he's got 28 points, but it's he does it every season. He do, doesn't play for a few games and then he comes in and he bangs a couple of goals in. He's got a hat trick this week. Just 
just I wish he'd play every week, but Pep doesn't seem to like play him every game, so to know, uh, yeah, Grealish probably the best if you want steady points. Yeah, you reckon Baz? Um, I think I think when we talk about Mares being um, capable of these big holes, you have to remember that he's not going to hit these big holes every week. Mm. So you know he's not going to score a hat trick every week. He's not even going to get a double. He's not even going to play every week. Um, so like the um, the game coming up against Arsenal, I wouldn't be surprised if he's benched. I know he's just scored the hat trick, but you could, yeah. you could really see Bernardo Silva starting on the right. Um, to answer the question, it's probably as Grealish. However, I would caveat caveat that to say that when Foden is fit, which will probably be another two or three weeks, I think he'll be the starter on the right. So it's probably about getting Foden at the right time. Um, yeah. Because I think if the if it was a fully fit Champions League final tomorrow, I think Foden starts, and I think he starts on the right, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, Foden, obviously, I brought him in at the end of last month for it with one of my last transfers. I uh, think KDB were benched to Foden to, as a as a differential kind of thing, mm. and then he got bloody appendicitis, didn't he? Yeah. Ruined me at the end of that end of last one. So for me, Grealish, um, he's been sick or ticking along nicely. He's he is bringing a bit more end product to his game now, um, and not just in one-off games. He seems to be assisting or grabbing a goal consistently. Um, he's getting plenty of plenty of minutes. And like you say, Baz, I think once Foden is back fit, I can see him sneaking that space on the right hand side. And Grealish having free reign on that left hand side. Um, obviously, I, I do think Silva will start midweek against Arsenal, so I think Mahrez will be back on bench, which, yeah, a bit harsh, but it is the way it goes for Mahrez. Um, I think, I think with, um, with with City at the moment, like right through the season, we've all been debating what defenders to get. There was times that we just, you just couldn't pick one. Yeah, uh, the team, the team. Almost, I think nine of the eleven slots at the moment are pretty much. If, if you're going in on the um, best team, they're pretty much sorted. Yeah. Defense is now settled. Um, yeah. The Gundogan and the sort of Mares uh, Bernardo Silva spot that they're the ones that are up for debate. So you know, Mares, it's a great haul. He's in my not going anywhere at the moment, but he he is one that from week to week you're always checking the team if he's in it or not. Yeah. That's it. You don't want to have to do that, but it seems each season we do. But I think City's great run of form and how they've they hit top gear now has coincided with them having a settled team. Yeah. He's he settled the back line down. He, he, like you say, he's pretty much just had it nailed other than a couple of positions. And that's coincided with them being on this, this great run that is probably going to... Well, I mean, if they beat Arsenal, is it Tuesday, uh, Wednesday? Wednesday night? Yeah. Um, they beat Arsenal Wednesday night, and that puts them the two points behind with two games down. Yeah. No, yeah, if, two games down, yeah. If, if Arsenal, I mean, to be fair, I think it's like a cup final. I think if City win, they'll go on to win the league. But I think if Arsenal beat City, they'll go on to win the league. It, it's one of them, but they're playing with so, many, so much nerves at the minute, Arsenal. Um, it's a massive, massive game. Massive game. Can't wait for it. Can't wait. Glad I'm on the early shift at work. Would have been, would have been annoyed missing that. Um, 
just to touch on Lee's other question, Patrick in the uh, Discord, how do we stop him smoking his transfers every month? You'd have to, you'd have to, you'd have to take control of his account, wouldn't you? He cannot help himself. Cody James, I think you tried, aren't you, helping him? Um, yeah, I um, <laughs> we've all tried helping, but no, I did, I did jokingly suggest that um, he. Uh, he t- he t- we we change his password so he can't make any uh, make any transfers, and let we'll let him know, you know, mid 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 month or something. <laughs> have, his, have his account back mid month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, to, to, to be fair, to, to be fair to him, this month he had he had transfers until like the second week, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's progress. And there was he had injuries as well, so he had to he had to he had to use his yeah. uh, transfers in the end. I think everyone's been using them this month. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can't say her. Yeah, mm. zero zero transfers remaining for me. I think I've got one in my second side, which I held back. I didn't transfer Rashford out for Salah. Did it in my best side. Held it back in my second side just in case. Talking about Patrick, he's on with a question. Depending on if United go out today, which they didn't, thoughts on transferring Fernandes out to a City Brighton midfielder with more fixtures. Ben, you were the fixture man. Um, how's it looking in regards to fixtures now for the uh, three of them teams? Um, well, to the end of the season, Man United, they have nine fixtures left. Um, Brighton have nine as well. So, it's like up to you if you want to do it, but... Um, I think for now I'm just gonna keep Fernandez for the well I can't I can't use any more transfers. I've used them all. So, um I'm happy to have Fernandez because he's got a fi- he's got fixtures all the way to the end of this month. But then at the start of the next month, um he's got two single game weeks and then they play double game week in game week thirty five against Bournemouth and Chelsea. And then obviously the last game of the season is Fulham. And then they've got the cup, the cup final the week after that. So they've still got six games in uh, May, same as Brighton. It's yeah. The only other teams that have got more is West Ham's got six definites and possible seven if they get through to the um, Europa Conference final. So that if they get through, they'll have seven. Uh, Man City have a definite eight, and if they get through to the final, it'll be nine. For the, so next month is a possible jump off to Man City if you can. If yeah. you want more fixtures, James, are you looking at looking at doing that? <clears throat> I I think it's a tricky one. I do. I if you've got spare, tr- if you've got no other priorities next month, I think um, I I I probably would take out Fernandez for a City mid. Um, you know, you, I think you need to load up. That they, they'll, of course, um. You could wait until to see what you could wait until after the first Real Madrid game, of course. Um, see how that goes because they got Madrid away the first game, so you should have a re- you probably have a reasonable idea of when whether they're going to go through to the final at that point. Although I think last year didn't they play them last year and then they you thought they were through and then they, they tossed it away yeah. in yeah. the last dying seconds. So who knows? But but um, generally you can get a good read on on it after that first European fixture. So that there's, you can also wait until, till then, because you, you, it's always nice to have a few players in those finals, isn't it? And that extra fixture. So 
makes keeps the interest up as well. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. What do you reckon, Baz? Um, yeah, well, I'd certainly keep him through this month. I, I do think it, dep it depends who you've got in your team. So you were, uh, you were doing there, James, about moving on to City. Uh, I've got three City already and Fernandez. So I've got Mares, Grealish, De Bruyne and Fernandez in my midfield. So, so what I'm looking at doing is keeping them until the next set of transfers on Saturday the 6th of May and then moving them on to Bowen where you've got a run of, I think it is a five or three at that point. And then potentially, it, depending if West Ham go out, which I don't think they will, I think they'll go through at the final. But if they do go out, then at the 20th of May, you can move back to Fernandez, and then you would get um, four for two over uh, that point. That's probably what I would be doing. Yeah, it's a good shout. It's a good shout. Like you say, you want some, you want some players going to the finals, don't you? Yeah. And um, it's the hope that obviously West Ham get to the final. You've got City United in the FA Cup, then you'd hope City can overcome Real and get get to that European final as well. Um, at that point, I think there are quite a lot of teams. Heavy City. Ah, uh, yeah. Right, Connor's been on. I think he's a bit, bit getting a bit giddy now. Um, a fantastic performance from Newcastle. A fantastic first 20 minutes. They were unbelievable. Um, I don't know whether it was they was that good or Spurs are just that bad. But either way, uh, it was an incredible 20 minutes. Some really good football, some really nice goals. Um, his first question is, is it time to put Jacob Murphy in? Uh, it's tongue in cheek, I think that. But cracking, uh, cracking goal, especially second uh from Jacob Murphy, lovely strike. Um, question two: How many Champions League playing two players are you having you starting eleven next season, James? <laughs> um, it's a tricky one. That well, they're going to be expensive next year. So mm. I, 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 I wouldn't. I don't think uh, the mid, there's not a great deal of choice from the midfield. Um, in my opinion, that unless they, unless depending on the prices, of course. I mean, there has been points where Joe Linton, even Joe Linton's been, <laughs> if, if he plays in that front three, like Ben, Ben, Ben spotted that earlier in the season, and um, when he was part of the front three because they had some injuries, um, mm. he he became an option. Um, obviously, Almiron, if he looks like he's going to hit form again. I've got a feeling he's that was a purple patch, and we'll probably we may never see that again. It's just one of those things, um, and he's sort of reverting back more to type. Sorry, Connor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I probably won't be starting. I wouldn't be starting with um, any of their midfielders. Um, Isaac, possibly, I suppose, up front. Um, he he looks like a decent forward to me, but the trouble is. He's, he's sharing a lot of game time with uh, Wilson. Perhaps yeah. next season he won't be if he if he can stay fit. Um, so, but I, I think we'd probably be more looking at the defence. And obviously, the likes of Trippier is going to probably be, everyone's going to want him, but he's going to be pricey, I imagine, because yeah. he's probably going to finish as the highest scoring defender, I imagine. Um, possibly Shar, maybe Pope, but. Um, that's probably it, I think. Yeah, Ben. Um. Yeah, just 
depends on the price of the players, basically. We won't, we won't know until next year, but um, definitely got my eye on Pope, Trippier, uh, Newcastle back line, depending who's starting and that. Obviously, keep an eye on pre-season, see what formations and what players are playing most minutes, who's doing well. Look at Almiron in pre-season last year, he was on fire, and then he carried it on into the season. Uh, Bruno, Bruno Guevara's is a bit of a star man magnet when he's on form. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I probably want avoid. I probably avoid the strikers because of the minutes problem. I like players that play ninety minutes. You got your Harry Kane who usually starts and plays all all the minutes, and he's on penalties as well. So it just depends what the players' prices are, basically. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's going to be changing from this season. Baz, anybody you got your eye on? Um, it's difficult to say because you just know that they're going to spend an absolute fortune in the summer. Um, yeah. Like guys, like the guys that have performed well this season, Longstaff, Willock, etc. As good as they've been, I can't see them being in the team next season because I just think they'll strengthen in, in those areas. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, I would say, Isak's the one that I would be looking at, depending on his price. Hopefully, his price quite kindly. I know. What did, what did Jesus start at this season? Was it, it was quite cheap, wasn't it? Four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, he thought might be in around that, that sort of four and a half, five million spot. So it might yeah. be might be a good one to go in because I know Wilson will take minutes off, but he's such a good player. He he is he is a great player and he's going to be in that, that side first first eleven, mm. I think, next year. Definitely spent big on him, didn't he? It was 60, 60 odd million. Uh, very talented. He has been sharing minutes, but he has he's been coming back for an injury as well, weren't he for, for, for a while? So it's, it's one of them. Um, who are they going to bring in? Like I say, the midfielders, long staff, Willock performed very well, but the squad isn't good enough at this moment in time. They've uh, done really well to keep most of the players fit and keep a very, especially that back line. Has been so steady since turn of the year, especially um, like keeping a lot of clean sheets and performing well. But you, you just fear if they lose the sorry, if they lost a few through injury um, January onwards. You did. I don't think they've got the depth there, have they? No. So, and if you're going to go out and spend a lot of money, I think they were going to going to be buying quality, especially again in the Champions League. They're going to be buying top players um, that'll probably come straight into the eleven. Um, and bolster that squad right up. So, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of change possibly to happen in the Newcastle. But exciting times for the Geordies. Exciting times. Um, right, dream team professor uh, leaving do related to James. <laughs> what was everyone's drink of choice? Did anyone have too many? And did you hit the cab- kebab shop afterwards? <laughs> Drink up the cider, drink up the cider. <laughs> <laughs> we started on the cider, didn't we? I, we went to we the apple, and um, it's got to be done. We're, we're, you're, you're in the West Country, you know. Um, got to get a pint of cider in. So I thought, <laughs> I forced, I mean, I gave, got the, bought the boys a <laughs> richest medium farmhouse cider. Um, and they, I think they thought it was all right. What, what do you think, boys? Yeah, yeah, nice. it's all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favourite one. I don't drink too much cider these days because it doesn't really agree with me. But um, 
we went on the I'll be honest, we went on the lagers after that because um <laughs> I, it doesn't give me as much grief. Um so, yeah. <laughs> did you get thrown out anywhere? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it was a big night though. Um I think to Tony was definitely probably the worst for wear out of us. Um, <laughs> but he sobered up later on, so it's all right. We've got some water down his neck. <laughs> Doesn't get let out very often. That's it. <laughs> well, I'm going to make it, make, it, uh, make it memorable. Cracky night. Yeah, good Cracky night. Nice. Enjoyed it. I did say to Ben on the way over the train, though, what happened to the kebab shop? We didn't get a kebab, did we? No, we didn't get no food. No, we didn't oh. get that, did we? Got a nice sausage sandwich for the way on the journey on the train, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> made by James. Yeah, I I, I pre-made the sausages. I knew I they the guys were leaving so so bloody early. I I was like I, I was going to do a fry up, but then Ben had to get back for various personal things, and um, so I cooked some sausages the night before, made and um. Put them in the microwave, stuck them in the back with a bit of butter, and um, wrapped them up in a bit of foil, and sent them on their way. I'm surprised they made it. They caught the train. They, it wasn't. They didn't. On the way down, they missed. They missed the first train. And then they got on the wrong train. Um, so arrived two hours <laughs> yeah. late as planned. Um, <laughs> That's without drinking us. Yeah, you need obviously need more booze in you to um, na navigate the uh, British railway system. Yeah, it was like a scene from Only Fools and Horses where you're it running was. to get on the train. You get on the train, you're like, yes, we've got on the train, happy days. And then the other train pulls off and it's just sat in front of it. <laughs> like, what? It was. We're on the wrong train. Oh, shit. It was, it was. We waiting out for that. We got they kept moving the platforms about, didn't they, as well? We were running yeah. backwards and forwards over the platforms. Yeah, we've done a few laps in Manchester Victoria train station. Piccadilly, weren't it? <laughs> That was it, it was actually, yeah. <laughs> there you are. God, yeah. Ah, long weekend. Back to work tomorrow. But yeah, cracking, cracking night. Cracking night, enjoyed it. Uh, suffering for it now, but there we, we go. Had, we had a good good, good um, cheeseburger, didn't we? Before before it got on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's where that cold. That is th uh, Three Brothers, it's called. It is the best burger you can get, honestly. It's so good. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Right, Trigger. With Man City going up against Real Madrid and their fixtures looking pretty decent in May, would you consider putting in the whole Man City defenders if you can afford it, knowing there's a chance they might leak more than two against Madrid? Um, that's, that's his first part of his question. Um, what do you reckon, Ben? Well, that's the way I play it, the game, uh, fixture volume. So, yeah, yeah that, I'd, I'd definitely be looking at doing that uh, if you can, depending on uh, injuries in your team. But, um, yeah, that's definitely the way to go. Like we said before, um, Man City's got now um, 11 games, possible 12 games. So it's like f at least, least three more than United and Brighton. And uh, obviously West Ham are on nine, possible 10. So... And the, all the other teams are on like seven and six, so it's definitely the way to go, I think, if, if you yeah. can afford it. Yeah. Yeah, James? 
yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Certainly wouldn't let the Madrid game put you put you off putting in a, a city defence. No. Um, yeah, I would go for it. Yeah, the Bayern game put some people off, didn't it? Mm. Conceded mm. against Southampton and Leicester. <laughs> Catch a clean sheet against Bayern. Yeah, and they were unlucky to keep another clean sheet with that penalty. Yeah, they were. Yeah, penalty towards them. What do you reckon, Baz? Yeah, I agree. It's certainly one of the chances I'm looking at at the early part of next month as De Gea at Ederson. Um, I know he's pricey for a keeper, but at this stage of the season, you just want to get the. You know, he's going to play every game. Um, there's rotation with the other city defenders that Ederson just doesn't have, so he's the one I'm looking at getting in. But yeah, as many as you can afford, them, I would say as well. Yeah, it's a good show. Like I say, don't be put off by the games, uh, the volumes there, and they can keep a clean sheet against anyone, I suppose. They're showing it with the Bayern game. Um, the second part of his question, currently sitting with Boeing, and any, currently sitting with Boeing, is the only other West Ham players to look at considering they've now picked up some form because they have the fixture volume. Um, James, anyone other than Boeing? Um yeah, so I've I've looked into this and um Paqueta's been doing quite well in the last few um in the few few game weeks. In fact, if you look at his last three returns in um <clears throat> in game week 30 he got 17 points. So he got five against Arsenal and 12 against Ghent, and then against Bournemouth, he got 13. So I th- he's certainly the the form pick from um, from West Ham. Um, yeah. Antonio's um, doing all right as well. The only thing I would say there is, of course, he's, his rotation with, uh, with Danny Ings. Um, and if you look at the stats, I mean, Declan Rice is up there as well, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't go for a defensive midfielder. So if I was going to go for a West Ham player, obviously, but Bowen's the number one choice. But um, Paqueta would be my choice um, out of the West Ham team. Yeah. Um. Um, not for me. No, I, I'll be looking at probably Man City midfielders. Um, Bowen. I don't mind Bowen if you've got him in your team already. He's all right sitting there. He's ticking along and he gets assists every week. Um, ben Rama was interesting me before, but he didn't take the last penalty, did he? Paqueta took it when he was on the pitch. So so I don't know what's going on there because there's been about seven or six or seven different penalty takers this year. So yeah. keep changing it. And uh, I don't recall Ben Rama missing his last one either. So I don't know why he didn't take that one. I didn't watch the West Ham game. Against, um, uh, ben Rama. Yeah, I thought he scored one the other week. I think he did, yeah. Mm. But um, I don't know why uh, Paqueta took it against no. Ghent last, last uh, mm. game on Thursday. Strange. You have to be able to call the penalty taker, don't you? But then yeah. I suppose it's the same with Mahrez and Haaland, where he's just he's come out and he's said, we just take it in turns. Mm. Haaland missed the last one, though, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. Mm. But then Mahrez has got to said that Haaland will take the next one. Yeah. Well, yeah, it does, doesn't make it easy for us, does it? <laughs> Would you reckon, Baz, is your eye on any other uh, Hammer players? The, the problem with West Ham and a, a num- Brighton, a number of teams, is the players that you want are midfielders. The guys yeah. that you would have 
he would take a punt on our midfielders and if you're looking at three city Fernandez, it's it's just impossible to fit them in. So then, when you look at the positions that you potentially could pick a West Ham player, I, I like I like Aguirre. He's a good player at, at, at in defence. He looks like he's got a goal in him, at, uh, set pieces, etc. But are you going to back him over a City defender? You're, you're not, are you? The the only other option I can see is if one of and well when one of Ings or Antonio get injured, if there's only one fit striker, that's a position that. If, if there was a nailed striker for West Ham, you could potentially be looking at getting one in. Uh, like, But you're removing somebody like Kane. Now, I know Kane doesn't have the fixture volume, but I mean, they've just been whipped 6 1 the day and Kane got the goal. And he got eight. What was it? Did he get eight points today? Yeah, he stuck the item, yeah. You just, like, you know, you, you feel that Spurs could can 20 on any game, but Kane would still get the consolation. <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was gonna do sort of a, a, some joke about him getting the start, man. But it wouldn't have surprised me. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, City are just taking over the fixture volume, and if you can afford it, and you've got the uh, funds for it, I think it's safer going the City way. Uh, no harm in having Bowen in. I don't think. Um, I'd say West Ham have got some. Yeah, a couple of games put up in, in the conference league. It's just a shame they don't score that properly. Um, mm. I, I don't get why they don't. If the goals are counting and and clean sheets are counting, I don't get why they don't get a rating. And it's, it's it's weird, weird. But yeah, it puts me off a little bit that. Uh, I'm an assist in a clean sheet today. Who's that? Sorry, Baz. My man. Gay. Sufal, he got a assistant a today. Excellent. Oh, Ten points. Sufal. <laughs> Ten points for Sufal. Yeah. Now, last question. I think we've pretty much took from this FBL now. Then, young man, uh, if you know United go out of the cup, which they haven't, should we ditch United assets to get uh, Dalo, Fernandez, Rashford? I think we've pretty much covered that. Very similar to one of the other questions. Um, United still have the fixtures. Uh, they've got the same amount as Brighton. Um, if he's moving one of them to a City player, that's yeah, I'd, I'd go for that. But other than that, I'm going to keep probably Fernandez. Um, right, so that's that. We've got um, just a few a few talking points. Um, Oh, hold on, sorry, sorry, we've got one more here. Um, it got snuck in at the bottom. Gazzy's right arm, I think this were this were put in a little bit earlier, weren't it? Gazzy's right arm has been on the Discord. Um, hey, up, lads, it's been a quiet season for me. I had an appalling start with my cash league team, similar to James and Fergie. Mr. Tuna Brighton trained too. Somehow I've stuck out. I'm now fourth, fifth, and sixth in my cash leagues. I'm thinking of all Liverpool in my last five transfers. Virgil. Robbo, Allison, Diaz, and Yotta to add to Salah and Trent. Excuse me. Pointless City and Arsenal in my mind. Would you like your thoughts, lads? Um, he would rather finish 15th and 5th. Uh, zero chances left. Pop Trent and Salah in with my last two. Um, James, being a Liverpool fan, what yep. do you think about that? I, I don't trust Liverpool's defence. They, they still look chaotic and there's no there's not a lot of protection in that midfield um 
I, I like the Jotter option. If, I mean, clearly, Gaz is saying he's willing to take a, cha- a gamble. Um, yeah. He'd rather finish, you know, fifth. Um, he'd rather finish higher up. than He doesn't mind if he finishes 15th. You know, the, he'd rather do that than finish fifth. He wants to go for it. So um, Jotter is, is definitely one I would consider. He's on form. Four goals in the last two games. Um, Diaz, I'm... Could be an option for May, but he's still being nursed back. Um, And the problem is there's a lot of um, competition on that left-hand side, that left forward role. So he's not, I don't, I don't think he's, I would get, I would do it. If, if you, if he comes in and the starts getting 60, 70, 80 minutes near the end of the month, I would then consider it, but it's certainly not an option at the moment. Um, um, I think I prefer Dunk to a Liverpool defender. Oh, obviously, Trent, Trent's fine. Stick Trent in. He is now got. Um, he's now playing at the an inverted right back role. You know, um, getting very getting forward a lot. I mean, we know his potential. No problem with having Trent in there. I probably wouldn't touch any of the other Liverpool defence personally. Um, but Dunk has fixture volume. I've looked into various options. For, for Gaz and um, I, I think I prefer Dunk over a Liverpool defender because Brighton have got plenty of fixtures and Dunk's been knocking um, anyway, he's not going to score hatfuls but he's been ticking along yeah. with points so yeah. if you want a differential and you definitely aren't going to go down the city or or he says Arsenal in their route um, yeah I, I think I'd stick Dunk in over a Liverpool, another Liverpool defender as, apart from Trent which is, I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Ben? Well, he's got a few teams near the top top half, isn't he, that he said he's challenging with. I'd, I'd, I'd uh, try a few different things. I wouldn't yeah. like go, go all in on Liverpool, but just because the, the fixture volume, when you get your new transfers, there's only four, four games left for Liverpool. And then you've got teams like West Ham, who could possibly have seven? They've definitely got six. Brighton six, Man U six, Man City eight, possibly nine. So yeah. I don't mind doing it. One team, maybe your seventh team. Is it his worst team seventh? Anyway, yeah. Um, maybe do it with that one. Go for a Liverpool block. Try that because I do fancy Liverpool to score loads of goals. Not yeah. too. Uh, I mean, I don't mind having Robbo and Trent at the back. But I wouldn't go full Liverpool defence, I don't think. Just they don't seem to keep clean sheets at the moment. But no. they're lovely. You can get the attacking returns off them, can't you? Like look at look they got uh, assist again this weekend, didn't they? Both from Robbo and Trent. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Try try and uh, mix it up, I think. I think go for the fixture volumes. Like I, I always that's what I always do anyway. Yachts on fire, isn't he? Yeah. Yachts I like it. Uh, like they doubled it. They doubled this weekend, don't they? Uh, Liverpool, Tottenham, Fulham, and Brentford next. Then yeah. they've only got the three games after that into May. So obviously you don't have transfers left this month, so you can't really hit them first three games. But yeah, fixture volume, isn't it? fixture volume all the time. But there's no harm in trying that because if they do score a lot of goals, um, and these other blocks that people are going for don't don't. Come off, then there's not there's no reason you can't make up ground with that with that Liverpool uh, gamble. 
Um, would you reckon Baz? Um, yes, similar. Um, I don't think going all in on Liverpool is a good idea. Um, but I do get the differential thing. Um, I, I'm, I'm similar. I would rather finish um, lower and have a go than um, maintain a position where you, you, you know that you're not going to win. So... Um, what I would be doing is looking at if, if, what what his rival's got and trying to go different on that. So if he's got a candy, mm. for example, go Diaz. Um, look at guys like... Because because of fixture volume, Saka's probably not going to be in very many teams now. So it's not a talisman for a team that's maybe not got the fixtures but could return well. But yeah. I, I, just, I just think you're looking for... To use your five transfers to make sure that they're different to the, the your rival and hope that your guy hits the points. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Mm. You've got to like the look of the Brighton players. They were extremely unlucky to go out of the cup today. Um, some very, very talented players. Another one that's on the radar is that NC. So, yeah. Um, he looks so good today. So short, he's only 19 years old. He looks like we found another diamond there. Matoma looks unbelievable again. I think he, only, he got a minus one. Yeah. A minus one today for his performance. It's unbelievable. And then you've got Fernandez and Rashford sneaking threes. Don't get that. Don't get that. Forward in Sundream team, isn't he? Is he a forward? I think he is. And, um, Who's uh, that? Uh, and CISO. Yeah. He's a forward, I think, in Dream Team, so it, it, it lends itself to when we're talking about the mid <coughs> midfielders, and he is one that if he can get um, in that team, which like he's got that number ten spot now, it's his to lose. Yeah. Um, he now becomes a better option than say McAllister, in my opinion. I know McAllister's got the penalties, but if he's playing in the pivot, he's relying on the penalties. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, like you say, he, he, he seems to be sat in that number 10 spot, which has pushed push McAllister back, and he? So, just want to keep an eye on there. They've got, from Saturday 30, is it 13th of May, they've got five fixtures. Um, nice, time, nice time to jump on. That's five mm. five fixtures compared to, say, Liverpool's three. Arsenal's only got three. Um, obviously, West Ham have the, uh, the European games, but they do well towards the end of May. Uh, Brighton for fixture volume. So um. the, the other thing, just on that point, is and see. So um, forget. I know some of you guys have got like massive budgets, but if you've got a if you've got a lower budget and you want to do something different, and CISO could be the way to get the city block defence. Um, yeah, only one point nine million. So that would then allow you to get your Edersons and your Diazes etc. into your side. In. Yeah, definitely, definitely good yeah. point, Baz. Another thing as well, because you've got so many teams up there. If you go all the same with all your teams, your your opponent could block block your moves up the week after, you know, yeah. when you're seeing your team. Mm. So it's good to mix up a little bit, then you can't cover every single move that you make. Definitely. Definitely. I'd say Brighton's a good option for people, especially if you see someone go, I don't know, heavy with that city midfield and mm. why not try them at all in March and see so combination. Because I think they did uh, here before the game. They were going through all the stats and stuff, and they talk about Brighton and how well they've done. And, and I mean, they're unbelievably good going forward. Um, mm. And their XG was one of the best in Europe, or the best in Europe. I think it's higher than Man City's. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not one to pick things off XG, mm. but when when they come up your stat, that's pretty impressive. 
Um, pretty I, I impressive read start. I read, I read a stat. Um, what, it was one of the games, maybe the second last game. I can't remember who they were playing. That who who did who were they playing recently? Where they drew two all. Mm. Brentford. Yeah, was that three three? Yeah, three three. Yeah, I, I read that, and that was the the record for the um, most amount of shots in one game for a Premier League team, and also mm. it was the first time that all ten outfield players had hit at least two shots on goal, and yeah. they still. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah. Unbelievable! They're extremely attacking. Quite some lovely stuff. Um, again, I think they're unfortunate today. Uh, decent good. game. That was a good point, Tony, about the jump on it uh, after um, Friday the 12th of May, where you can jump on. There's two double game weeks for Brighton. Is yeah. it range games? Good point. Yeah, they double over everybody, don't they? They've got yeah. two doubles. <laughs> well, I say over everybody. Uh, City. City have the Real game, and West Ham have the second leg of the, uh, the game against AZ. But, or oh, Newcastle, sorry. Obviously, Newcastle play Brighton, but other than that, um, it's a, it's a nice little, nice little five game run there for Brighton. Uh, the volumes there, and I think they can score against anybody. So it doesn't, it's not going to matter too much who they play. Um, yeah, looks good. Right, um, we've not done them for a while, so we will just have a quick look at the um, ins outs and shake it all about. One K ownership. Um, James, you have a run through the uh, the big hitters up there at top one K ownership. Yep, yeah, um, no major surprises there at the top. I think um, obviously Harland's um, number one, eighty three point ninety. Sorry, ninety three, ninety eight point three. Sorry, I'm half asleep. Guys. <laughs> that's, that's the beer. <laughs> that, that's that cider. In second, uh, Bruno Fernandez, ninety six point three. Kevin De Bruyne, 96.2. Then the next player down in fourth is um, David De Gea, 75%. Mm. That'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, yeah. Um, I, I I would say he's still a decent option. They've, they've got more clean sheets than anyone else in the league, I think. So uh, I am a bit worried about their um, <laughs> Maguire and Lindelof in, in the middle, though. So that's a... Mm. Difficult decision there. If you've got, if I think if you've got spare transfers, you'd probably go Edison if you could. But it's not a pri it's not what you call a priority transfer, is it? Um, in fifth, we've got um, Harry Kane with sixty seven point nine. Um, I don't think there's any surprises on that uh, list. Um, is anyone spot anything that they're like? Oh, wouldn't expect to see those in the in the top one k. They're all pretty obvious, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, pretty obvious ones. Yeah, not any surprises. But I thought you'd see Jack Grealish up there, though. We were talking at the start of the season. Yeah, he's sneaking yeah, up only forty-five percent now. Yeah, obviously he's trickling along nicely. So people are jumping on them and taking them five points a week. Gab uh, Gabriel's just hanging on by his by his <laughs> fingernails. Yeah, yeah. in there, clinging. I'm sure he'll have dropped off by uh, next week. Um, right, transfers in, Ben. Yep. So Salah, top of it, seven and a half thousand transfers in. 
Uh, Watkins, I think it's a bit late to the party with that one, but um, 6,000. You missed a lot of points there. 6,300. Um, Jesus, 5,700. Alexander Arnold, I think I, I brought in a few of them this week. Yeah. Uh, 5,100. Uh, Grealish, 4,000. Yeah. Um, anybody else on there you think a bit of a surprise? Ben White, the one just next down. Yeah. He's been getting attacking returns lately. He he's changed his yeah, style, he has. hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 3,500 bringing in Ben White. The, the thing is, the people bringing him in have, have clearly just been looking at that this this double week here and thinking it's a it's a nailed on clean sheet yeah, uh, again. Yeah. And um, that's a disaster, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. I had Zinchenko, <laughs> um, and obviously that's through uh, not having many many uh, transfers left. So. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. One thousand, uh, one thousand one hundred brought Martial in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Buzz. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> I, I'm one of these guys at fantasy football that I make mistakes. I like I shoot myself in the foot. I reload the gun and shoot myself in the foot again. You know. What I mean? <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Right, the transfers out. This is what I wanted to see. Um, transfers out since last week. So Rashford's up there, obviously high because of the injury, and he started on the bench against Sevilla. Twelve thousand transfers out. Um, Martinez obviously out for the season, so no surprise to see him up there with nearly ten thousand transfers out. Kane transferred out. Obviously, only had a single. Well, not saying only had a single. That's me thinking think he's only got a single. It's Chelsea with a single. 5,700 transfers out. Uh, he gets a nice eight-pointer um, in a 6-1 uh, devastation. Ake, obviously injury, 5,700 transfers out. Shaw, who returned at centre-half and got a clean sheet today, 4,000 transfers out. Now, is there any el anybody else on there that's surprising? I can't see Mores. Yeah, I looked into this while you were talking about it earlier. Um Mares was transferred out of 578 teams. Also, he was. He might have been able to sneak on that list, though. But he's just not there on a. Is it alphabetical order? Oh, yeah. Might not. That's why it's not on there then. Yeah. I, look, yeah. I, look, I went to midfielders on FF stuff and had a look. Ah, so you can see. Yeah. Yeah, De Gea transferred out by a thousand. Gets, gets an eight. Oh, sorry, but the five pointer it ended up because he didn't save a penalty. Um, yeah, Ivan Tony transferred out, got an eight pointer. Saka got a nice 10 pointer, transferred out by 2000. Fordham transferred out after finally returning. I didn't know anybody had him. Well, strange one. I'm jealous of the 1100 people that transferred at Havert, so I wish it was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Is he injured, Havertz, or is he just not performing? Like this absolute dog shit, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, oh, you just know we're all tagging Baz in, like, when he gets a couple in the uh, the derby against Brentford. I'll be happy with that. Tag me. <laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, I think you were baited into him because he got three-star mans in a row last month, didn't he, Havertz? Yeah. It was the fixture volume at the time. He just, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember they had, but they, they did have 
reasonably good fixtures and uh, really, uh, this just didn't work out. <clears throat> yeah, when he didn't play against Madrid, did he, in the first leg of the Champions League? Nah, he, he and he's one of these guys that I'll, <laughs> I'll remember this. I won't ever pick him again and he'll, next season he'll be banging them in and I'll be last to the party again. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing. People like have like a watch, like a watch list or like a, a red list where they say, right, I'm never picking that guy again. And then yeah. he might come good, and then you're like, yeah. you've got to pick him now. You can't. Yeah. You've got to, got to forget what happened last season. You've got to start again, new season. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not going to come good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had Havertz when he first moved to Chelsea, and he scored a hat trick against Bradford in the uh, Carabao Cup. Yeah, that was a good. I think I had DCL that week as well, and I think he got double hat trick or something. It was some around the same sort of time, mm. yeah. three years ago. I, I just, I think he's he's just he's not he's in he's not suited to Chelsea and mm. equally not suited to the Premier League. He was he was brilliant at Leverkusen. I read yeah. that Bayern Munich are interested in bringing him in in the summer. Um, and pro, that'll probably work out as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. definitely a player with bags of quality. He, yeah. he really, like you say, he did well at Leverkusen. I mean, in glimpse, he's, he's shot it in glimpses at Chelsea, just not consistent enough. Like I said, is it just the league didn't suit him? Hey, Tony. Yo. Um, Ivan Tony did you well this week, didn't he? He got he's the eight. Out. Yeah, but then Kane, Kane matched it. Yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, it could have gone disastrously wrong, Tony, but it, it, it hasn't. Um, but so Brentford play Chelsea next, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I'm, hoping, I'm hoping he get, can get a get a couple from me. And then they got Forrest at home after that, so possible hat trick there. <laughs> ah, bloody hope so. <laughs> bloody hope so. I've had some terrible looking football this week. Um as you might as you might have seen. <laughs> I don't know if you I don't know if you watched the uh, Rovers commentary highlights midweek. As we try right, I told you boys, I'm back this week. And we're, we've got to cut all this this um, championship talk. We're gonna oh, be, no, we've got to. We've got to touch it. I've had nowhere to vent, James. We're one nil up against our playoff rivals, Coventry. I know you love Blackburn Rovers, but you know, you've got to think of the audience. Yeah, but they want to hear this. They want to hear my suffering. <laughs> 95th minute, and the goalkeeper comes up from Coventry and punches the ball over the line. Clear handball, don't give it. We draw one one. And then we play our rivals. We play our rivals uh Preston this this weekend. Uh while I'm really hungover after James invited us down to get intoxicated. I'm suffering anyway. <laughs> We're one 0 up, we've played bloody good. All game, ninety minutes. We have a, a breakaway in the 90, 94th minute. One on one. He tries to chip the goalkeeper with a horrendous, horrendous effort. Goalkeeper kicks it up top, goes out wide, they lever it across the goal, and it's a deflection that could go anywhere, anywhere else, anywhere else in the ground. And it goes in fucking top corner, doesn't it? 1 <laughs> 1. And that says now we're sat in seventh. Yeah, so there's your championship talk. That's, up, that's the update. Or it gets worse. Burnley are coming to town on Tuesday night, and they've decided to lose the last few games, <laughs> deciding not to sort the title. Just so that they can come to Ewood Park, and if they beat us on Tuesday, they'll win the title at Ewood Park. You, that is not happening, is it? Are you going to give them a guard of honour or anything? You know, 
there were rumours that they were going to request that, but that was not going to happen. But now, apparently, they might even try and they might even try to present them with the trophy at Leeward Park pitch. Surely not. There'll be riots. There's got to be. So if Burnley win, and all you Rovers fans, if anyone's listening, we need to invade that pitch. That 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 um that trophy presentation cannot happen on our ground. No chance. Anyway. Onwards and upwards to a different league table. Let's go across to the Dream Team Tonic Cash League. James, you're gonna get a read. Yeah, um, we've got three players in um joint ninth, believe it or not. Um You've got Mark Tavares, Andy Allett and Lee Watson all in joint ninth. In eighth, we've got Stephen Williams. Six, joint sixth, we've got Andy Allett and Tom Brinley. In fifth, we've got Tom Brinley. In fourth, we've got Tom Brinley. <laughs> in third, we've got Anthony Sutcliffe. Hey. In second, we've got Tom Brinley. Didn't we have a team limit on this league? Yeah, fine. Too many Brindleys, to my liking. Um, and um, at, the, at the top, we've got Simon Davis. There's only four Tom Brindleys. Four Tom Brindleys. <laughs> yeah, he's overtook me into second as well. A fair play, mate. He's having a good end to the season, isn't he? He's, yeah. he's got a couple of teams in the top 100 now, I think. Um, yeah, he's and he's got one that, that could get into, so he could end up with three in the top. 100, so well done. He's Tom. probably got about 40 accounts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, the VT Tonic Patron League. Is this full of Brindleys? Um, ben, let's give this a read, mate. Yep, uh, in 10th place, uh, Nicholas Stephen. 9th place, Stephen Broughton. 8th place, Anthony Sutcliffe. 7th place, Jake Bevan. Sixth place, Mark McKee. Fifth place, Aman Tatla. Shira. Shira. Fourth place, Wayne Foster Crouch. Third place, Lee Uting. Second place, Tom Brindley. Ah. <laughs> and top of the shot, John Melia. Well played, John. Well done, John. Fine high, fine high. <clears throat> right, and over to the second chance, Tonic Cash League. Baz? Okay, and uh, tenth place is Phil Russo. Um, in ninth place, Andrew Tweddy. Uh, eighth place, Jamie Curry. Seventh, Stephen Holt. Sixth is Andrew Tweddy. Um, fifth, Ben. Well done. Hey. Uh, fourth, uh, Tom. Second, <laughs> 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 um, Tweddy again, and top of the shop is Tony. Get in. Still top of one league. Yeah. Happy days, happy days. Um, that's all then wrapped up. Um, just a quick one, Baz. Um, it's been a pleasure, mate, having you on. I appreciate it. Thanks for asking me. I was, I was quite the surprise when I got there. I thought it was a wind-up when I, I was like, these guys must... Like, I've tried to tone down the swearing, etc., but these guys must want kicked off YouTube. So <laughs> <laughs> We're only going to have to beep you out twice, I think. So you've done well, Baz. You've done well. <laughs> no, there's no censor tonight, mate. We're all right. <laughs> um, yeah, it has been a pleasure. So, um, And now we know that you can behave yourself. You'll be able to come back on at some point as well. 
Uh, good. I, I'd like to do that. Thank you very much. Right, cheers, pal. Um, best of luck to everyone for the rest of the game week. And um, we'll be speaking to you next week. Cheerio. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Baz. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, cheers Baz. Sports Social Podcast Network.